Good morning. Isn't it beautiful out here? Isn't it peaceful? I wish I could experience this kind of peace in a setting like this all the time. Um, but our lives aren't always that way, are they? You know, a number of years ago, there was a difficult situation where I was going to have to confront someone concerning some actions that were they were taking which were detrimental to other members of the church body. And this was not something I look forward to. Um, I mean, I tend to be a pretty non-confrontational person. You know, for those of you who are familiar with the Enneagram scale, uh, I am a nine, and that's the peacemaker, easygoing. Uh, nine strive for peaceful existence and appreciate stability and, you know, preferring to avoid conflict. Well, there was a personality profile also a number of years ago that was popular when I was still in school, it's still around, which identified people by their four basic personality types, sanguine, choleric, melancholic, and phlegmatic. And going by that profile, I am a phlegmatic, which means I'm generally relaxed, peaceful, quiet, easygoing, laid back, so by nature, I try to avoid conflict and confrontation. I like peace. Unless it's absolutely necessary, I try to avoid anything else. But this day that I'm talking about, though, was uh, it was absolutely necessary in order to prevent people from being hurt and to preserve, preserve unity. So I scheduled an appointment with this person. Inside, I was a ball of nerves. And then a few minutes before the appointment, our office administrator walked into my office and handed me a little piece of note paper right here on which he had written John 14:27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I took it, read it, taped it up in my office where I could see it and it's stayed there ever since. And that's been well over 10 years now. And as I went into that meeting, I went into it with the peace of God. Since then, it's become one of my top two go-to verses whenever I need God's peace. The other, just for your uh, uh, benefit, is Isaiah 26.3. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Those are my two go-to verses when I'm feeling unsettled and, and, and there's a lack of peace. Today, I want to talk about peace. I want to talk about peace as John encountered it in Jesus. And we're going to look at, at uh, uh, John 14, 27, the verse I just read, and we're going to look at it in the context in which Jesus spoke it. The time for Jesus to be crucified was drawing close. And Jesus, you know, he talks to his disciples about what's going to happen, though they don't fully comprehend it all. But he knows that they're heading into a tough time. So he's preparing them for what's right around the corner for them. And we're going to pick it up in John 14, verse 23. Jesus says, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and he will come, and, and, and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I'm telling you is from the Father who sent me. I'm telling you these things now while I'm still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, He will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I've told you. 
here's verse 27. I'm leaving you with a gift. This is in the, in the NLT. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I'm going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really love me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father, who's greater than I am. I've told you these things before they happen, so that when they do happen, you will believe me. I want to talk about the peace that Jesus is speaking of. And the first thing I want to say is that the presence of that peace, the presence of the peace that Jesus speaks of here, is it, 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 it's a gift. It's a gift. It's given to us. It's not something that we can earn. It's not something that we manufacture. And it's not something that we're going to find anywhere else other than in His presence, other than in Him. See, nothing this world can give you, uh, nothing in this world can give you the peace that's only found in Jesus. You know, you can try quieting your surroundings. You can try eliminating all the noise and all the conflict. You can try to force yourself to be calm. It just doesn't work, does it? None of the gimmicks, none of the things really work. You know, when the kids were younger, they watched a show called Family Matters. One of the characters was a geeky, nerdy kid named Steve Urkel. And his neighbor was a police officer named Carl Winslow. And Urkel used to drive Carl nuts. And everyone else in the show as well. Well, Carl came across this list somewhere of stress busters that he thought would help him to deal with, with uh, Steve Urkel. One of those things was a little poem that he would recite whenever he began feeling stressed out. And it went like this. Three, two, one. One, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? Well, a short while later, Carl was teaching Steve Urkel how to drive. And Urkel backed his car, which, by the way, was a clown car, like from a circus. He backed his car into Carl's garage door. And then get out of the car, just like, what? And then the whole garage door collapses. All the shelves in the garage collapse on the floor. So Carl pulls out this poem. Three, two, one. One, two, three. What the heck? is bothering me and he does it again and needless to say it didn't work you know it's a silly example but people try all sorts of things to bring them peace there are apps you can get on your phone like you know the sound like rain or the sound like you know water you know washing up on a beach um, uh, there's uh, you know, some people do relaxing exercises, and all those things can help settle us down. But here's the difference. Those things try to control or eliminate the... the uh, uh, they work by trying to control or eliminate the things that are causing us to have a lack of peace. You know, the noise, the distractions, the chaos. They work by trying to remove or push all those things out of the way. But the gift of peace that Jesus gives enables us to go through the midst of our troubling circumstances only to do so in total peace. It doesn't change the circumstances. It settles our hearts internally. 
And that's something that nothing in this world can do. And that leads us to the next thing. The presence of peace is really the blessing of God. And this is what I mean by that. We tend to think of peace in terms of the negative. We think of it as the absence of conflict or the absence of stress or the absence of war. We think of it as the absence of all these things. But in the Hebrew mind, it wasn't the absence of all those things. It was the presence of the blessing of God on their lives. So instead of peace being the absence of something, it's defined as the presence of something. And that something is God's blessing on our lives. It's a state of, uh, of well-being that's a gift from God. And it's not because our circumstances are settling down. Rather, it's because of the presence of God surrounding us and filling us. So the third thing then about the presence of peace is the presence of peace sustains us. It doesn't deliver us, it sustains us. It doesn't take us out of, it carries us through. And that's the beauty of the peace that God gives. It sustains us no matter what kind of craziness is going on around us. You know how when you're all stressed out and worried about a situation, how it's not only emotionally exhausting, but it's physically tiring as well, right? Well, stress just wears you out story I started with today about facing a stressful situation the peace that God gave me through his word was a gift that strengthened me and sustained me through an otherwise stressful situation and I had peace going through that then the fourth thing the presence of peace confronts and dispels our fears let's look again at verse 27 I'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give so don't be troubled or afraid you see Jesus knows he, he, he knows that his disciples he knows that we are going to battle with fear so he gives peace to face the fear we tend to get it backwards sometimes we think that 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 you know it's it, it's flipped around you know but Peace is not a result of our fears being dispelled. Peace is the cause of our fears being dispelled. Does, it's not like our, our, our um, fears are you know suddenly pushed out of the way and then God's peace is there. It's no, God's peace comes in and then our fears just melt away. It's when God's peace floods our being that fear flees just as light chases dark peace chases fear now Jesus wants every one of his children to have peace it's it's our heritage in him let's look at a few other times when John shows us Jesus speaking peace to the disciples later in this in this uh, a few chapter section we remember we got a few chapters here where Jesus is talking to his disciples just before he's you know ends up being betrayed arrested and, and, and crucified these few chapters here later on in this section before going to the cross in John 16:33 Jesus said I've told you all this all these things I've told you I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on earth you'll have many trials and sorrows but take heart 
because I have overcome the world. And then on the evening of his resurrection, he appears and, you know, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors. This is in John 20, 19, because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Well, suddenly Jesus is standing among them and he says, peace be with you. And then he showed him his wounds and, you know, in his hands and his side. And he says in verse 21, then he says, again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And then Jesus appears again eight days later in John 20, 26. And he says that, you know, eight days later, the disciples were together again. This time Thomas was with them because he wasn't with them the first time. So the doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. And he says, peace be with you. He wants us to know his peace. Here's the deal. If you are a child of God, with Jesus living inside of you through his Holy Spirit, you don't have to live a stressed out, fear-filled, frantic life because you have access to his peace. It's right inside of you because it's, it's, it's in Jesus who's living in you through the Holy Spirit. It's yours in him. Now, if you're not in relationship with Jesus, you have an invitation to begin one today. He's the one who will bring peace into your life. Without him, there will always be an emptiness. You'll always be unsettled, searching for something that you'll never find until you come to him and just lay your life at his feet. So today, right now, if you want to begin a relationship with Jesus, and if you believe that he was crucified, he was buried, and he rose from the dead on the third day, then I want to invite you to pray. Pray with me right now, right where you are. Lord, all my life there's been something missing. All my life I've been without the peace that can only be found in your presence. I realize now it's because I haven't been walking with the one who gives that peace, you. I've been told that you died in my place on the cross. I believe that. I've also been told that you rose from the dead on the third day. I believe that. And that's where I now place my faith. So forgive my sin, start walking with me. I want relationship with you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and teach me more about you. In your name I pray, amen. If you prayed that from your heart and you really meant it, you really believe it, then you're starting a relationship with Jesus right now. Walk with him. Talk with him. Read his word. Get to know him more. Keep growing in him. Now I want to give you a benediction. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. God bless you. Let's go worship some more. <laughs>